Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. Welcome to episode three of With Clarity and Purpose, and I am extremely excited about today's topic. Today's topic is about the power of storytelling, of telling stories. And in the spirit of telling stories, I'm going to share with all of you my story of how I was able to align and gain clarity on my career path in order to be here with all of you living my passion, living my purpose, and doing it full time. And I'll be make sure to share all the goodies of my journey and my path. Let's talk about storytelling first. Why is storytelling a big deal? <laughs> storytelling is definitely a skill that if you are in a position of influence, which by the way, we all are, it doesn't matter what you do. Influence with our partners, with if you have kids, with our kids, with our families, co-workers, clients, if we have clients, even our boss. It's just so important to know the right skills and the right tools for communicating our message. And storytelling is a great vehicle to do that because of several reasons. There is an article on the Harvard Business Review that actually speaks about the science of storytelling. And what happens with storytelling is that when we tell stories, there are certain parts of the brains that they just fire off. And it actually helps you release oxytocin, stimulates the creation of oxytocin, which is called the love hormone. So that means that it makes you feel good. It makes you feel great just to listen at a good story. One of my favorite things why it's so important, because I truly believe based on experience and based on the experience my coaching clients have had and based on everyone else, Stories help you learn faster and learn better any material. Why? Because there is a flow to the story. It's just not like an isolated piece of information that you're given. But instead, there is a flow to the story that you can actually follow and remember better. I have a, one coaching client that I'm coaching right now. And one of the things she told me once was that she had an awful memory just to remember names. Well, the first thing that we did was release that limiting belief, right? Because what you believe, you attract. So once we released that limiting belief with NLP, neurolinguistic programming, one of the techniques that I gave her was to 
with every name she would get from someone she would meet new to make a story, to relate it to something she was familiar with. Because that is the key. Stories make us feel that we are familiar with whatever the storyteller is telling us. One of the things that they discovered is that when someone says a good story and you're listening at the story, the waves in your brain actually align and synchronize with the ones from the storyteller. That is crazy. I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. That's why we feel so good when we hear stories. I love this quote that says, neurons that fire together, wire together. Because that's it. Once we are synchronized, then we start learning the information a lot better. And my other favorite part of storytelling is that whenever someone is telling you their story, their experience, in your mind, you're also applying the lessons from their experience that may apply to you. So you go through your own self-discovery process. You go through your own journey of actually finding the right lessons for you, the ones you need. It's not anyone telling you, you have to do this, and based on what I did, this would work. It's your own discovery process through someone else's story. That is really powerful. And that reminds me of also a process of coaching because coaching is all about helping the client or helping the person find their own truth. Because one of the things that I truly believe is that all of you have the answer already to whatever question you're seeking. It's just a matter of having the right tool, the right skill, just to dig deeper to find that answer. And that is why storytelling is so, so important. And with that, today I wanted to share my story. Why? Because something that I have been inspired by a lot is actually reading people's stories, reading stories that of people that have taken a bold decision and they have taken a path that is not conventional. People that are courageous enough to step into their light and actually follow through with what they're passionate about. And four years ago, I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, but four years ago, I had this vision of collecting different stories from different people who had an unconventional path, mainly in their career, like I have experienced. And this was because a lot of people that I coach right now and a lot of people that I was meeting, I knew they were not happy with the situation they were facing. But one of the things that stopped them from moving forward was them not seeing that anyone else would take that step. Them not having that inspirational role model, letting them know that it was possible, whatever they wanted to achieve, whatever dreams they wanted to pursue, that it is actually possible. So I started gathering different stories from 
people, inspiring people that have taken the non-conventional approach in their careers, very similar to me. And right after this episode, I'm going to start sharing some of them. I'm going to start sharing stories of the people that I have interviewed so far. It's not going to be every episode. I'm going to share it every three, every four, every five episodes. And it's going to be very impactful because I want to help all of you and guide and support you and empower you. And the more examples I feel I can find of people that are actually living their truth, the more empowered you are going to be. Because you're not alone in this journey. I'm with you. I'm here. I'm committed to your success. And I'm committed to anything that takes you to get you there. Because I have been through my own journey which I'm going to share right now. So part of this podcast will be all of those stories from all the inspiring people who have taken a non-conventional path, mainly in career. And today, I'll share with all of you mine. So I actually, oh my God, I have so much to say. I was actually born in Cuba, in Havana, Cuba. My mom and I left Cuba when I was nine years old to go to Mexico City, my stepfather at the moment, he had an assignment there in Mexico City. Three years after, we were supposed to go back to Cuba. And my mom decided that I deserve a better future, that she wanted me to have a future with more opportunities. So we ran away and asked for political asylum in the border between Mexico and U.S., and then after we were granted that political asylum, we flew to Puerto Rico, where I lived 12 years. I lived a lot of my life in Puerto Rico, which I deeply enjoyed. And as a result of my journey, one of the things, one of the values that I've been very driven by are hard work and integrity to make things happen, because... I truly believe that you can create your future in the now. I truly believe that wherever you have come from doesn't define where you go to. And that for me, it's a principle that has guided my whole life and has inspired me to actually take a step that I believe in. Now, we moved to Puerto Rico. I finished high school. I was really great at chemistry. So I was like, ooh, like a career with something chemistry related because I'm good at it and something that makes good money, you know. One of my inspirations for my career has been always to support my family, to support my mom. And I wanted to make good money in order to do that. And that's why I decided to study chemical engineering. I went to college in Puerto Rico, studied chemical engineering, for five years, had five internships in the oil and gas industry, so a lot of them. And I had leadership opportunity in great GPA. And one of the, I mean, one of the biggest oil and gas companies recruited me to work as an engineer in Houston, in Baytown, Texas. So I started to work as an engineer there. And when I started there, I started to question myself. Before that, I had never questioned who do I want to be? 
I had never questioned, does this align with my purpose? Does this align with my values? Does this align with who I want to be as a person, who I am as a person? And I feel that was my first big discovery at that point. And I was in shock because, I mean, I was like 23 years old. And in all that time, I just, of course, didn't have that guidance. And a lot of us don't. A lot of us, we don't get asked, who do you want to be? Maybe when we are seven years old, we get asked that. But that's it, right? In life, we take many tactical steps without any direction, just because we want to have certain things to impress others. But is that what fulfills us? And I started to have this question within myself. And just before I had started my full-time job, my mom and I had visited Cuba to see our family after 12 years of not being able to go back. 12 years that my dad, my uncle, my grandma, they saw me when I was 12 years old and when I was 24. (laughs) Like there was a 12 years gap where I couldn't see my family, just my mom, of course, because we have always been together. And that time when I went back to Cuba, my uncle, which is like my role model of all my life, he introduced me to neurolinguistic programming and to Anthony Robbins. He actually gave me my first NLP book in Spanish and my first two Tony Robbins books in Spanish. And I just started reading it and I was like, whoa, I'm connecting with this at a deeper level. I'm connecting with this desire to know why I behave a certain ways. And those behaviors are on desire to know how I can actually replace them with with desired ones, to know how I can change my limiting beliefs and replace them with empowering ones. So I just started to get really passionate and driven towards understanding my mind better, understanding myself. And I remember going to my first Tony Robbins event, Unleash the Power Within, and it was magical. 10,000 people in Dallas. I went by myself. I was like, no one wants to go with me. It's totally okay. I'll just do it. And I met people in the same community, and I just knew that that field of helping people, of empowering people to live their life in their own terms, to break those that jail that they have in, in their mind, because it's imaginary. Everything is here. That was my passion. That was my purpose. I just knew it. And, but I didn't know the format. I didn't know how, what this meant to me at all. I mean, I was still in my engineering job, experimenting on the side. One thing I knew though, the thing I knew was that engineering wasn't my passion, right? And it took me to go there and to work and to go through challenging situations in order to understand that. And two years I did it, something that I didn't like, an environment that I didn't appreciate. And I just pushed and pushed and forced myself through that. And it wasn't until a moment where I truly realized what was important. 
I remember I was working night shifts from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. because one of our units, process units, was down. It was a very stressful time. It was like four months of nonstop stressful working 13 days on nonstop. And then you would get one day off every two weeks. And you're working 12 hours every day nonstop. And I think me not wanting to be there. Me knowing that that didn't align with myself, me knowing that there wasn't a purpose why I was there, there wasn't an intention other than, yes, money, of course, the financial piece, but everything else didn't align. And I think my body was so stressed out from all the work, all the physical work, and just mentally, I wasn't there. And I got to a point that my body and my mind were exhausted and for the first time in my life. I remember being in the grocery store because my mom needed to get milk and I took her. We were loading everything in the car. And that weekend I was working. Like a lot of weekends I worked, expected to work 12 hours. And while we were putting all the groceries in the trunk, my left arm just went to sleep completely numb. And I had been having these chest pains. And I told my mom, we need to go to emergency. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. And that was my first anxiety attack ever in my life. And I just knew that my body was telling me something. My body and my mind was telling me, this is not a you gotta stop. You gotta move forward, break the pattern, change. And I took it very seriously. The next day after going to emergency, and of course they told me, what you need is a glass of wine, just relax, it's an anxiety attack. The next day I went back and I said, I'm going to change departments. <laughs> I'm not going to continue here. And I'm going to figure out where I'm going. Actually, my supervisor told me, hey, we support you. Just figure out where you want to go next. I had a good supervisor. And I just interviewed a lot of organizations within that company. I didn't know where the heck I was going. And I just still trusted my God. I just still trusted my God. I started to talk to different organizations. And I remember I was between two or three organizations and supply chain was one of them. And I remember just going into the intranet. It's like the internet we have internally within that company. And I typed supply chain. And the first slide, like they had a PowerPoint deck, the first slide I saw was about developing people. And I was like, this is it. Like, I just knew, I didn't know anything about supply chain though. I didn't know SAP. I didn't know anything about the purchasing process, about working with suppliers. And I just knew that was it. So I talked to someone from supply chain, got a contact information, gave that contact to my supervisor. And I told her, this is all the information. Please call this person and help me <laughs> to transfer out of this towards that new organization. It took five months of me still working there. And after that, I transitioned. And I loved it so much more. I love the culture. I love the environment. I love even the, the job. I mean, I learned SAP. I, I started to develop relationships with suppliers. And I just loved it. And even though I didn't know much about it because I never went to school for supply chain, it was something that I was so passionate about that I was hungry to learn more. 
And I was hungry to make an impact in that organization, in that culture. And in a matter of few months, I knew SAP. I knew the process. I was analyzing the data, the contract data, the materials data. It was just a matter of months. The fact that you're passionate about something, even though you may not have the skill initially, that doesn't justify you not doing it. I truly believe, because I've lived them in my life, with hard work, if you're passionate about it, if you're driven, you're going to figure it out. It's just a matter of time. I don't have the minimum doubt about it. And I would recommend you, if you have a belief around, I don't know anything, or I don't have the certification, or just let go of that belief and just start learning about it. If you can go to a training, if you can just by practicing it, just figure it out. That's what it's going to take you a long way. That mindset of, even though you may not know, you're going to figure it out. That's a mindset. If you want to take the non-conventional path and define your own life and define your own reality, that's a mindset that you have to lead your life by. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. And I did supply chain for four years. I loved it. I did really, really well. After four years, I thought to myself, it is time. It is time to align more with my values. As I'm walking this path, and something I didn't mention in the background, I was actually going to, I went to a John Maxwell team training and got certified as a coach, speaker, trainer. So I was using my two weeks of vacation in corporate to go to all these events and become certified and get the learnings. Even though I was enjoying my supply chain job, I knew that that was not it. I just knew that there was something else that I had been connecting with from before, from years before. And that was like helping people in their mindset, helping people align with their purpose, helping people live their life empowered. I mean, recognizing that we are not the victim of of this reality of circumstances is all the opposite. We are actually in power. We are actually in control of it. And yes, while I was enjoying my supply chain career, I was also getting ready for my next step a few years after that. And I still wasn't ready to transition full-time to entrepreneurship. I knew that was something that I wanted to do. And I had even done multi-level marketing. I felt like a lot of people had done it. And I learned a lot. It didn't work out for me. I did learn a lot. So I had been trying a little bit of everything. All of it aligned with what I was interested in doing. Different field, different trainers. And that, yeah, 2017, two years after I started with supply chain, I was actually certified as a neurolinguistic practitioner. And then two years after, as a master neurolinguistic practitioner. And then two years after, as a coach, I kept growing and growing on the back end. I also started coaching people in the back just to get in practice because I knew the day was going to come. And I knew that was my direction. That's why even my corporate career, I kept aligning to my purpose and my direction. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. There is always something to learn and something that you can do to align yourself further to the person that you want to be. 
four years in supply chain, I just knew it was time for a change. So I did it. I transitioned to another company, another corporate job in consulting. It was more people-oriented. It was about solving problems. It was about developing a strategic mindset, about developing thought leadership, right? Content and learning how to sell with clients and how to deliver value to clients, which is the most important part. I was a lot more aligned to my values. And I also moved to a company that I truly, from my heart, appreciated the culture. And it's a great company. And I did very well. Two years in, I was promoted that same year. I was recruited and I've always done a lot. So I did a lot during those two years as a consultant, strategy and management consultant for On Gas 2. And in the background, <laughs> in the weekends after 5 p.m. every day, I would coach clients and I would continue working on my certifications and my training. I always knew that that was it. I didn't have clarity on the how or the format, if it was going to work out. I gained clarity through taking action and experimenting on all those things. All the almost nine years I was in corporate. And I spent two years in consulting. Something happened like this year. It was five months ago. My uncle, the one who had introduced me uh, to NLP, to Donny Robbins, he was battling a couple of years with cancer and he lost his battle a few months ago. And that was the first person in my life that I had lost while being alive. And my family is super small. My dad, my two uncles, my grandmother, my mom. I have um, one half sister, one half brother. My, my family is really small and I have lost the person that had been my biggest role model after my mom. And to me, that was a hard realization. And I feel the death of someone puts things into perspective. When he passed away, I realized how fragile life was. He had a lot of dreams and aspirations. He wanted to help people too. He wanted to empower people. He wanted to help people realize that whatever they're seeking is within. Why are they wanting to receive the answer from the outside? It may sound easier, but long-term, that's not the more fulfilling and efficient way. And he passed away. He had a lot of aspirations that he was not able to fulfill. And to me, that was a moment of reflection. After two weeks of processing what had happened, I realized that this was my time. This was my time to live my purpose, to meet my passion, to live whatever I had been working for in the background. And even in corporate, I would be involved in wellness activities, meditation. Like even in corporate, I tried to incorporate who I was authentically into a job I was doing. And at that point, it was time to do it full time. I started to ask myself, what am I afraid of? I know we ask, oh, what's the worst that can happen? I did ask that. And I also asked, what's the best that can happen? I knew it was ready. I knew I was committed, driven, 
by my purpose, my passion. And I knew, and I, <laughs> I told to myself, I'm going to make it. Like It's a matter of time. It's not a matter of if. And I wanted to do it also in honor of my uncle because he was my biggest inspiration. And it is because of him that I learned the tools. I learned the skills. Discovered my path. Looking back, it's so interesting to see how certain people are in our path with a purpose. And there is always a lesson to be learned from anything and anyone. And five months ago, as all of you know, I transitioned to full-time entrepreneurship, coaching people, full-time coach, mindset and clarity coach, employing all of the neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis techniques that I've learned, techniques that I learned with the John Maxwell team. I've also been training different modalities, healing modalities, pranic healing, Kuna, which is the native ancient Hawaiian way of living and working with energy. I just love everything about the human being because I know when all of you start knowing yourself and realizing how powerful you are, how much potential you have to do anything you want in life, you start getting excited. <laughs> you start getting excited about your life and about what's next and about the things that sometimes you can start doing in the background with a purpose, with a direction. I always tell everyone, direction is one of the most important things. No matter what you do, you got to start with what's your direction? Who is the person that you want to be? I know I've mentioned it several times, but it's that important. Before committing to something, What's your direction? Who is the person that you want to be? And is that thing you want to commit with align to that path to get there to your direction? Everything else is a distraction. That's my story. That's basically my story of, wow, I started in Cuba. Even though I didn't give a lot of details, I did start <laughs> from the beginning. I hope all of you enjoyed it. And this is the first time I share this story completely for sure and i wanted to be vulnerable i wanted to be able to allow you to listen at the lessons that i've learned allow you to listen at my path it did take a couple of years and one thing that i was consistent with was action experimenting trying to understand better how i could make of my passion my full-time career the reality is that we spend in career most of the hours of the day. It is a really important element in our lives. And you can be happy in your career. You can be fulfilled, satisfied. And it's in your control. It is in your control. In the next episodes, in the next one, I'm going to share one of the interviews I did with... My brand strategist, Lindsay Creative, she's super inspiring. She has her own business. And at the beginning, she wasn't working for herself, of course. So it is sharing her own journey of fun, excitement, and challenges at the same time. So all of you can learn from her. Like, I hope you learn from me today. Today was all stories, all stories. And like I always do, there is a question at the end, a question to make you reflect, to make you reflect on who you are. And the question today is, what stories haven't you told yet 
that will be of a huge impact to the people around you. It doesn't matter if it's in work, in family, what stories you can tell, or even of the stories you have, which ones can you share more of so you can impact, empower, and inspire other people. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. I definitely spoke from my heart, and I hope that you can share this with other friends, some families, so all of us can be even more empowered today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.